Hello, this is Sophie Lawson from sophielawson.com and this is number 82 of the Sophie Art Podcast, which is a little podcast that I do about the art and things. And this one is about the things, about the things today. I love these ones because I can talk about anything. So this week I'm going to be talking mainly about how important is it to have a fanny, no, a f- yes, a willy or a fanny. <laughs> it reminds me of something on The Office with Ricky Gervais. It said, pop, knob and fanny. <laughs> funny, yeah, funny, funny. I think this will be a funny one actually. And yeah, so that's the main topic. But I've got a few other things to talk about. <laughs> what I wanted to talk about, I've got a little paper towel here with loads of notes on. Most of these notes are actually for talking about something else, <laughs> which is a bit weird. So I haven't got many notes for the main topic. I'm just going to talk and see what comes up. It's going to be sort of like a, a brain dump therapy type session, I think, this one. So I'm really interested to see what what comes up. But I also wanted to talk about the last About the Tings episode, which was, I was talking about a meditation experience. And something's happened in the, well, I've been listening to somebody called Muji, which is M-O-O-G-I. And on YouTube, you can find him at Mujiji, M-O-O-J-I-J-I. But I'll put links and everything in the show notes at sophielawson.com. And you can also find the podcast on YouTube at youtube.com slash sophielawson. But this guy, Muji, he's going to change my life, I think. So I'm going to just play a tiny little clip from him so you can get a bit of what he's like. The funny thing is, he actually says things because I think he's from Jamaica. <laughs> he's from Jamaica, man. So he likes, he says about the things. And I love that whenever I hear the things. I'll just play a little clip from him. conscious that you are consciousness no trouble no trouble when does the trouble start when brain like uh, mind subtly enters you know and I get into personhood ego pride arrogance okay let's slow down now and please let's see if we don't just say he's talking to her I just wait for my turn no I'm talking to you actually if you don't listen just personally you may understand how universal what I'm speaking is, no? You say, when I'm conscious of my consciousness, it effectively means the mind cannot easily fool me. That's basically what it sounds like. I just picked that random clip from the middle of a video, so it's not amazing, but I just wanted to see what he he sounds like, but... I think what he does is he has these these videos like two to three hours long and he just sits there and people come up and talk to him and he just answers questions. It's amazing. The thing is, he's he talked about this meditation experience that I had. He's the first person I've ever heard talk about it in a way that actually made sense. And what it did was it flipped everything on its head. So the last About the Tings episode was... It was about four weeks ago. So it would have been about episode 78 or something. And in that in that video, I talked about this, this experience where I was lying on my bed. And I sort of got 
annoyed. I was trying so hard to go into an outer body. What ended up happening was I, I kind of got so, like, f- f- yeah, fed up, I suppose, of trying that I just stopped trying. And in that moment, I said it felt like a cloud was approaching. And this cloud was like this feeling of just a never-ending hug. It was like an infinite hug. And he explained, he started talking about something. And as he was talking about it, I thought, oh my God, that is exactly that feeling that I had. Because it's such a weird feeling. I can't really explain it. I can't even remember what he said, but the way he said it was, it was what I had experienced. And he's basically saying that that is what we really are, which that is the, that's basically like the higher self. He calls it God. It could be the universe, whatever. It's the main, it's the source. Tomato sauce. It's the source. But what he said, which is amazing, because to me, it felt like a cloud approaching with this feeling and it's a feeling I I felt before in my childhood I used to feel it in my dreams when I was ill and I felt it once during a Reiki session and it felt to me like it was this sacred it was like a sacred sensation I didn't realize I could get to it from a meditation and that's why that meditation was so amazing but what he said was he said that that is what you are it's not so the way I, I see it now I've seen it, well, he's basically saying, it's not a cloud, it's the sky. So in other words, the mind talking, the mind is the clouds. Like we, like Sophie, is the cloud. So my mind is the clouds. So it wasn't that the cloud was approaching, it was that my mind, which was the clouds, was disappearing, revealing the sky. So what he's saying is that, like an awakened being, those clouds aren't there anymore. Or you can still have the clouds there, but the clouds will be tiny little clouds that just pass like that, instead of the clouds becoming the sky. So this is the first time I've ever really understood something like really quite amazing like that. So, yeah, it, this is going to be amazing. I am, I've become addicted to listening to him. I'm like listening to him every day. The thing is, when he's talking, he's going deep inside. I can feel it inside. It's just amazing. So I'll, I'll put a link to him in the in the show notes, I think. There was something else as well. So like I'm sh- I've said it before, I'm struggling to... I want to go into an out-of-body experience from a meditation. I've been able to go out-of-body, but from, a lo- from dreams, lucid dreams and regular dreams... So I'm always sort of thinking, am I actually dreaming? So am I out of body or am I dreaming that I'm out of body? And so until I can go out of body from a meditation where I know that I'll be awake, I'm sort of, there's part of me that's going to think it's not, I'm not going out of body. It's almost like something inside of me needs to prove that I can go out of body from a waking state. But what's happening is, because before you go out of body, you get these weird feelings like, fuzzy sensation over your body crackling sounds there's all these little signs that you're about to go out of body so i'm able to get to that place in the meditation but like there's been something stopping me from going into it i know it's some sort of fear or something but again i've had this like a different way of looking at it 
and what I thought was, yeah, you don't have to find, <laughs> this is, my little, my little note says key equals unlocked door, so it's like, I've been watching these videos trying to work out, or trying to get the advice on how to let go, and what I'm realising is, is when I'm in that meditation, when I'm in that place and the fuzzy feeling is coming, the door is already opened. Yeah, the door is already opened. It's it's like, because I keep thinking, well, I need a key to unlock that door. I don't know if this is making sense, but it's I, I've been feeling like I need somebody to tell me or help me. How do I, how do I let go to open that door? And I'm realising the door is already open. All, all you've got to do is gently push it. Yeah, you gently need to gently push to open the door. So it's like when you're meditating and you're, you silence the mind, you get to that place where you can feel you're about to go out of body. Yeah, I've been thinking like I need a key to open the door at this point, but the door's already open and it's like letting go is the equivalent of gently pushing the door open. Yeah, it's mad. So letting go is a gentle push. It's just, yeah, he's, I'm just thinking about things completely diff- differently now. It's quite exciting because it feels like, yeah, it feels like I'm starting to make sense of, I'm starting to, he's helping me make sense of things that I've, I've been feeling, but I haven't been able to understand. And that's what he does. He talks about things in a way. It just, it makes sense. It makes sense. He's sort of he's bringing yeah. He's amazing because he's he's talking about. He's basically saying you can do it now because you are already that. Because like he's saying, you are the sky. So it's not a case of. It's not a case of, yeah. Because the way I was looking at it was it was I was looking at it as if I was going out towards that feeling, almost like I was looking at it as if I was say an onion. I was looking at it as like I was the onion and the, yeah, connecting with whatever that thing is, I was looking at it as if it was a separate thing, but I see now that I am like a layer on top of the onion. So that that feeling, which is the source, is actually inside the onion. It's not, it's not, on the, it's not separate from the onion on the outside of it, it's actually inside. So when you get rid of your mind, like when you silence the mind... All that's happening is you're like removing the layer of the onion, which is you. Yeah, so huh, if you're watching on camera, I, I've got like my finger pointing inside of an onion, like a hole, and it looks just like knob and fanny. <laughs> Maybe that is a sign that I need to get onto the topic. <laughs> funny. What else is there? Last about the things. Lucid dreams. So my my website is still... My website... My website is still broken. Well, it's not. It's a bit just messy. I am working on it, but it's it's just going to take as long as it takes. And so the lucid dreaming has been affected by it. Again, it goes into this thing where, in order to do lucid dreaming, I think I've had about three lucid dreams in the last month, and they've been tiny little ones. I've become lucid, and they've lasted maybe a minute. I've woken up. I've had a couple of false awakenings, but what it's made me realise is, what I, I already sort of knew it, but if you're not focusing on lucid dreaming, you're not going to have lucid dreams. So 
if you're like distracted in waking your waking state, it's going to affect your lucid state. But I'm again, I'm I'm okay with that in the minute because I've got got to get the website done. But th- this lucid dream, I had one little lucid dream, and this is why I love lucid dreams because you can have a tiny little lucid dream, but it can be massively insightful. So I had this little dream. I can't remember what started it. It started from a false awakening. And so I got out of my bed. I hit the light switch again, which is one of my reality checks. The light didn't work, so I knew I was dreaming. So I got out of bed. I went downstairs. Because whenever I'm in a false awakening, I'm always in like a... I can tell I'm in my room, but it's pitch black. But I can still sense the environment completely it's almost like i can move around the space without seeing anything it's quite weird but i walked down the stairs and because i knew i was dreaming i just walked straight through the front door and my goal was show me something i need to see so i walked straight through the front door i ended up in this it was it was a room from my old childhood yeah that's quite telling as well i didn't realize that yeah Oh, this, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm remembering another dream now. I had this other dream the other day, which, it was weird. It was, uh, I went into my dad's old office, because he used to have an office in the flat that we lived in. I went into the old office. This lady, it was almost, she was like, yeah, like some sort of white, she was dressed in white. So she looked quite sort of spiritual. She st- stared at me. I don't know why, I was in my dad's office with these claws, and it, like knives and I opened the knives up as if I was going to kill somebody it was a bit weird but this lady stood right in front of me and said you're an angel and then she looked at me and she said but you're also a devil and I thought what and I come out and there's this little cat sat on the top of this top of the stairs and I went to stroke the cat but I could tell it thought I was the, the devil and then I went into my room I could hear scratching well, no, it wasn't scratching. It sounded like somebody bolting up doors. And I thought, oh, that lady's bolting up all those doors, bolting up loads of bolts, because she's scared of me. So I went back out. This cat, it was like a million frames per second, scratching at this door. And the cat had gone crazy, scratching this door to bits. Really weird. And then I, the lady came out, and she looked at me, and I said, she, she said, well, I said, what's the cat doing? And I could tell that she thought I, well, I thought she thought I had done something to the cat. But I, was, I just went, shrugged my shro- shoulders as if I didn't, it wasn't me. <laughs> and then I woke up and I was in this weird, it was a creepy dream. Really weird though. What's funny, actually, is I then watched a video from Mujiji, or Muji. I watched a video and he said something about, yeah, he said something about how negative and positive energies are together. And it, it just, it and in that moment he said that, I thought about my dream and I thought, it's like that lady says, we are both an angel and, and a demon or devil. We're both of it together. That was weird. But, but this other, this loose, little lucid dream. So I went out through the front door. I went through the front door. My dad was there. He was he was in this room, my a room from my childhood, and he was drawing. And my dad, as far as I know, he didn't do any drawing. But I didn't... I didn't think about it, so I was still in the dream. I went out, my dad then went out, he left the room. I followed my dad into the passage. I went into the passage, there was this little little boy there. The thing is, one of my goals has been to meet my inner child. 
and it's proven to be really hard that I've for the moment I've stopped going after that one because yeah what I do is if I can't get a goal within a couple of weeks I'll change the goal because I feel like it's obviously it's not the time to be doing it but in this I looked at this little boy and I said are you Jamie because Jamie was like a little stepbrother that I used to have when my dad had a, a different like girlfriend and he looked at me and said no I'm your dad's child I thought it was a bit weird and then I, I woke up and I thought about this and I interpreted it and what I interpreted it was <laughs> interpreted it, 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 it was that in order to find my childhood I have to go after my dad it's quite weird because I've actually I actually a few years ago I chose to stop talking to my dad because he was being well I felt like he was being a bit nasty about me being transgender so I I chose not to stop talking I chose to stop talking to him so I actually yeah I'm gonna, I've got to try and start talking to my dad again now which is going to be that's the next challenge <laughs> little challenges of life I like it but it's almost like the dream is saying look we can't help you in the dream anymore you've got to, you've got to do it out in the waking state so after, and that, that's basically that's amazing though because it's like an, a massive insight yeah just a little lucid dream can change everything so that's basically that let's get into this main topic then we got little little dennis the doggy my favorite little dennis the doggy i got monty the mole is he's he's watching over us and clive the chicken he's chilling on the microphone stand but that sounds means it is time for this week's topic all about the willy and the fanny and little dennis the doggy he has got nothing he has got no willy or no fanny so he is they are genderless puppets are genderless <laughs> should make a little puppet with willies before we get into this one i got a little thing which i don't really know what it's it's to do with fannies and willies and stuff but it's to do with words as well it's just a little game so i thought we could play a little game <laughs> and what i'm going to do is i'm going to say three words for three words for the male private parts three words for the female private parts some of these words are quite rude so if you're as long as you're okay with rude words it'll be good so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna say three little words <laughs> little words little willies three little words and I'll, I'll leave a little space and just when i say the word think in your head what that word what vision comes into your head so the first word i'll start with the male bits first word is willy willy so what what comes into your head when you hear the word willy the next one is penis <laughs> penis what comes into your head when you hear the word penis and the last word is cock <laughs> funny word that one cock so what comes into your head when you hear the word cock? I go over to the female bits. You've got fanny. So what do you think of when you hear the word fanny? <laughs> then you've got pussy. Naughty words. 
Yeah. Pussy. What do you think when you hear the word pussy? And then the last one, vagina. So what do you think of when you hear the word vagina? The, the reason I'm doing that is because it's my mind. I was thinking about this the other day. It's weird how you can have the same, you can have different words explaining the same thing, but it, it creates a completely different picture. So, like for me, when I think, if I hear the word willy, I think of like a little droopy, yeah, a little droopy willy, almost like a worm. A little willy the worm. <clears throat> That's quite funny because I'm doing this thing at the minute called Draw a Day, where every day I do a drawing. And it's drawing from the imagination. And I started out, this month has been little fishies. And I've started thinking about next month because we're getting near to the end of the month. And I've decided next month is going to be Willy the Worm. So I'm going to have a little character called Willy the Worm. Uh, I do a little drawing of Willy the Worm every day. I stick it on my Instagram and stuff. But So when I hear the word wi- Willy, I think of this little droopy, soft, <laughs> like a Willy. Just a little, yeah, like a little worm. Penis, I, I sort of see this like, He's wearing like a suit. He's very sophisticated. If you ask him to stand to attention, he's he's he, he like abides by the rules. So he's he's always he's always ready for action. <laughs> Big, yeah. I would imagine he's he's quite thin. And he's quite long, but he's got like he's very posh. He knows how to treat his lady. Yeah, he's a very respectful gentleman. Is Mister Penis, and then cock. Cock is just just big, <laughs> cock is this big fat, yeah, big fat throbbing thing full of energy. But I feel like he thinks he's better than he is. So I would say, Mister Penis, Penis is probably the one that is gonna satisfy the lady more than Cock. Yeah, that, but this, that's what I see in my head is like you got little Willie, almost like a childlike little tiny thing, Penis. He's reliable, thin and long, and then cock is this fat thing. That's a weird word, cock. And then, so if you go to the female ones, with Fanny, again, it's like, I see very much like a childlike, little, delicate Fanny thing. Yeah, little, shy. Yeah, Willie and Fanny go together. They're sort of very playful, innocent. The pair of them are innocent. And then penis, he goes with vagina. So vagina, she's very respectful. She stays with one man, looks after herself. So she's probably a little bit hairy, but clean. Like, yeah, looks after herself. And yeah, well behaved, I think, Mrs. Vagina. And then pussy. Pussy is just, she's probably... She's probably like a good night. You have, you have fun with her, but you won't want you won't want to be with her for too long. Very bushy. She's probably got lots of perfume on, so very alluring. Yeah, she plays with cock. Cock and pussy go together. They're like they're like sort of. I'd imagine they have lots of partners. Yeah, naughty, naughty. But the thing is, you got these words. And it, it makes me realise that the words you use in... If you're writing a story, the words you use in the story are really important because you could write a story 
Let's say you was writing a romantic novel. It, the word you use is going to completely change the emotion of the scene. So like you could have this story, you've got this, this couple in bed, like just about to get into it, and like the story's going, you know, they're rolling around on the bed, the passion's flowing, like so is the wine, like you imagine like the wine bottle's knocking over, all the juice is flowing, <laughs> sounds rude, it is rude, and then, but then if you said like, the passions were high, and then he unzipped and out flopped his willy, it sounds completely different to, he he unzipped, yeah the passions were flowing, he unzipped and out, out flopped his cock, <laughs> it just, visually it's different. So it just makes me realise how important words are. And it was just something I observed and I, I wanted to share it on the podcast. So words are super important. But I wonder how important... Yeah, how important is it to... How important is it to have a willy or a fanny? This, again, it goes into what Muji says. So Muji's saying that we are already... We are already the source yeah, we are already the source, which means, ah, oh, this is, there's so much I need to, I want to talk about with this. I saw my Reiki healer last week, and I started talking to her, we was talking about something, and I said, growing up, because I was transgender, I had, I, I was getting this, I've always felt like there's, there was two spirits inside of me, and I'd always thought, one of them is Kevin, which was what I was, and one of them was Sophie, which was like my female side. I'm starting to think and realise, yeah, realise really, that, that that voice, that female voice that I thought was Sophie, it, it, it's actually, it's the source. Because the thing is, I've, I'm basically me now. Like, I'm, I'm basically living as Sophie. Yeah, I'm still getting that voice in there. It's just the voice has changed slightly, but there's the voice is still there, and it's just making me. Because I said to my regular, it's always been confusing for me to work out what what this voice is and stuff. So I, this is why this is like a therapy brain dump session, because I've still got to try and work it out in my head. But I'm I'm starting to wonder whether, yeah, whether that voice it wasn't actually, it wasn't. It was the source, basically. So no matter what I do, even if I get rid of the willy, get breasts, big breasts, do whatever, and you create this perfect vision of what you think Sophie would be, that voice is still going to be there because that voice is what you really are. You're not... Yeah, you're trying to bring into creation Sophie, but it's not like that. It's it's that this thing that you thought was Sophie is it's what's underneath so no matter what you do no matter how you make yourself look here in like the physical place you're still that thing that isn't here this is quite weird but then i do wonder whether maybe by fully becoming that sophie that will fully bring into existence this this energy that of sophie like the higher self maybe you can yeah i start wondering whether you could bring into the physical like a a manifestation of of the source which maybe that is what like muji is muji might be the reason muji connects with me so much 
maybe he is like Jesus and stuff like that. They are a manifestation of God in the physical. It just gets me thinking. But then I start thinking to myself, well, do I even need, does it, does it matter whether I have a willy or a fanny? Because I'm at a point now where I'm on a waiting list to have an operation to get rid of my willy, to get a fanny. The thing is, it's it's risky because it's surgery. Once you have that operation, every single day you have to look after the fanny. <laughs> Little burp. Yeah, every day you have to look after the fanny which means you have to do maintenance. So like for multiple hours every day, you have to basically clean it inside and out. You get this like, well, you get this, it looks like a dildo basically, a vibrator, <laughs> a glass thing. You just stick it inside. You have to keep it there because if you don't do that, what will happen is, it because it's, yeah, because they've chopped up and stuff inside, it will heal together and stick together. So you have to keep, Every day you have to keep filling filling it with this like vibrator thing to keep it separate to stop it coming together. So it's not just a case of you have the operation, you get your fanny and then that's it, you go back to normal. It's for the rest of your life. Every day you've got to keep looking after it. So I, I think to myself, do I want to have a life where every day I've got to look after this fanny because you've got no idea what that's going to be like how much of a I guess burden that's going to be but then you have to weigh that up and say like how important is it to have a fanny the thing with me is mm, it's never been that important to have a fanny but then I I want to have a fanny I love the thought of having a fanny because there are certain clothes I can't wear it's like I started learning how to swim last year I wore this tiny little swimsuit going swimming and I was like tucking my willy in to try and like hide and stuff but you could always sort of see it because it's you can't really you can't just get rid of it like that the thing was it didn't bother me I got to this point where I was able to say it doesn't bother me because it there's nothing I can do about it so and I want to learn how to swim so it's sort of tough so that shows that in your you can get your mind to a place where it doesn't matter if you've got a willy or not so at that point does it matter about having a willy it's it's very yeah it, this is a really tough one so what happened was last year they I got to a point in my therapy where my hormones had reached the point they needed to be at basically they said do you want to go with surgery or not and because I've I was like I don't really I said no, basically. I said no, I don't want to. As soon as I said no, for a few days, I felt like I'd made the biggest mistake of my life. I ended up going back and saying yes, which confused it all. It made it complicated matters a bit. But it's like sometimes you have to say no to realise you're supposed to say yes. So I said yes, and now I'm still not sure. Yeah, it's it's confusing. It's basically confusing. So when you, when I start hearing Muji, the thing is, yeah, this goes into my meditation as well. Sometimes when I'm meditating, I'm completely, almost, my thoughts have almost, have gone. They've almost gone. I'm at this place where, like, very peaceful and still. And f- from, like, almost nowhere, 
a thought will come into my head of, and this is quite weird because I've never, I've always been into girls. Well, I've never been into sex. It's just not interested me. And I feel like even if I had a fanny, it still wouldn't interest me. I've just got no interest in sex. But when I'm in these meditations, sometimes this thought will come into my head of making love to a bloke. Which is really weird because I've never thought about that before. So you start wondering because I I spoke to a lady who had had the operation and we were just talking about because trying to work out whether it was something I should do or not. And she said, basically, you have no idea what you will be like until you do it. And it might be that once you do it, you finally feel complete and you would start having sexual relationships. Maybe the reason you haven't is because you've got a willy. So you you sort of don't realise that you need a fanny to feel complete. And then so I, I start wondering, is my mind trying to stop me doing it from some sort of fear? Because there is, there is definitely, you could find a million reasons to not do it, like based around fear. So yeah, you've got to really think about this. And it's not like you can do it and then if, it, if you don't like it, just go back. <laughs> like once you've got rid of it, you've pretty much got rid of it really. There are people who get rid of it and then go back. But if I did get rid of it, I'm not going to go back because whatever happens, happens. Yeah, it's just, it's quite, it's quite fascinating. It goes into something else as well. I've got little notes here. Of My little notes for this topic are the mind with lucid dreaming. Because I just feel like the mind, lucid dreaming is helping with my mind. It made me realise something. This was about three years ago now. I always used to look in the mirror and I th- I always thought I was ugly. Once I started saying I'm beautiful with affirmations, I became beautiful. But what it is, is y- you are both ugly and beautiful at the same time. So if somebody looks at you and they think you're ugly, because they think you're ugly, you are ugly. So to them, you are ugly. Somebody else might look at you and if they think you're beautiful, you're beautiful. Because you are beautiful to them. So all that matters is what you think of yourself. Because if you think you're beautiful and everyone else thinks you're ugly, it doesn't matter. Because you're beautiful. Because you think, because you are beautiful. Because you are whatever you think you are. It's, yeah, and it, it goes back into this thing. It's, it's this weird thing where everything is the same thing. It's just what are you going to, what are you going to put your attention on? Yeah, this reminds me actually, it's it's amazing how everything is, is coming together. It's like that thing that Muji said about with the, that I, was, I thought it was a cloud approaching and it's not. What it is, is you're the sky and it's the clouds are moving away, revealing what you really are. So, well, in my head, I'm starting to see it as like a canvas. The, the thing that we are in this physical body, this physical body is like a painting. I'm looking at it as like we're a painting on a canvas. We think we're the painting, where in actual fact we're the canvas. So we're we're looking at it the wrong way. But it gets into like, with drawing, like edges, one of the first things I learnt with drawing, which is why I fell in love with drawing, is because you start to realise that it's all like an illusion. And one of the things of being able to draw is seeing through the illusion or seeing... 
Yeah, so with drawings, you put a line on a piece of paper. Let's say you draw like a, a bouncy ball. You put that line on the, pa- on the paper. If you look at that line thinking it's a ball, you look, in at that, you look at that line, it's like your eyes look to the inside of the line so you see the ball. But I start to realise if you look at that line and you don't think it's a ball, you think it's just a line and you put your awareness on the other side of the line you'll actually see like the trap shapes the negative space around the ball so what's happening is all you're doing is you're looking at the same thing but you're you're just putting your awareness the other side and then so i had that in my head then i started realizing that thoughts are exactly the same so like the thoughts are both the thing at the same time any thought or anything anything is two two things at the same time like basically it comes back to positive and negative it's it's got to be something like we everything is like an atom or whatever it is in the quantum and it's containing both a positive and negative at the same time which could even go into stuff like entanglement when you start looking into the quantum realm, you start realizing it's, it's it's explaining spiritual stuff, and like for me, drawing and the way you have to see as an artist, it just starts to come together and explain spirituality, which like the quantum can start explaining spirituality. So it's almost like everything. Ah, uh, it feels like everything's coming together in this weird way. So I started thinking about that. And then you can even start going into, bring that into like the willy and the fanny. If you've got a willy, yeah, if you can just shift your perspective, you could spend the rest of your life with a willy and be completely content. Equally, you could get a fanny and be content with that. So I, I wonder whether everything is is in the mind. So in other words, you don't have to change your body at all you don't have to change your body at all all you've got to do is change your mind so that's just what i'm thinking at the minute because then you could you could look at that and think well does that mean you could have spent the rest of your life as kevin and be completely content i i actually think you could have but i think i couldn't have because i had to become sophie in order to realize that that was going on so in other words Kevin would never have been able to have worked this out in his mind because it was only going through the experience of transitioning and all the suicidal thoughts and everything. It was only going through that that I was able to look at the mind and sort of work out what was going on. So maybe you do have to transition and change your body to see, to find the truth really. So that maybe explains that maybe, yes, I do have to get a fanny, because in getting a fanny, again, it will change my mind. Yeah, it will change my mind and take me back take me back to the truth. Yeah, I think that has actually explained it. Get a fanny and it will your your mind will change and you have no idea of how your mind is gonna change until it's changed and it's only then you can look back and see how it's changed. You can't you can't predict because when I started this this transition I had no idea it was going to be about the mind I thought it was all about the body 
I thought it'd be I thought I would do my transition, I would change into Sophie, but I would stay the same person. So I have stayed the same person, but I I have changed as well. It goes into this weird thing, it's like Yeah, again it's this this thing the sky has not changed because that can't change. And that's what you really are. But the cloud that I am is is constantly changing. So yeah, what's happening is as we change in life, it's almost like what we're doing is we're just hopping onto these different clouds and we're thinking we're these clouds when really we are underneath the cloud. So yeah, I, I can see it in my head and it, what it is is I can understand it but when I sit down to meditate or lie down, I've still got this thing which is stopping me going going super deep but again, I now know that the door is is already open. So instead of sitting there thinking, I need to get rid of these thoughts or or thinking that I need a key to open the door, all I've got to do is gently push the door. The door's already open. Yeah, it's quite amazing. I I love it. I love it. I love I love the way this is this transition is going. It's just it's amazing. It's way more about the mind than than about the body but I think it is about the body because the body and mind are linked that's what it is the body and mind are linked so you you have to change the body to change the mind and you change when you change the mind you can change the body yeah both together but underneath all of that is this thing which is containing the mind and the body which is what we really are it's it's, it's amazing it's amazing. It, what I'm saying is, what I'm thinking is, if this is what is going on, when we pop out of this, we're going to look back and be like, bloody hell. It, it's like, it's like a, it's like an, in, it's like a, it's like a virtual reality, which is so real, you don't even realise. Yeah, it goes back into that lucid dreaming, uh, dreaming thing. Like the dream can feel so real, you don't realise you're dreaming until you wake up. It's I know it's going to be like that when we when we finally wake up. But I'm thinking, I'm thinking you can wake up whilst you're still awake as a physical physical body. <laughs> I can't I can't imagine it though, because that feeling when I was lying on the bed with that feeling in my head, it felt so amazing. That I feel like there's no way you could exist as a human, live a life with that feeling, because I feel like it would, it would have to become distracting somehow. I could see how it would make you a beautiful person, because if you're feeling that feeling, nothing would be able to phase you. Because if somebody came up to you and started being horrible, you're in a place, where, you're in a place with that feeling. So you're feeling this true, you're feeling this feeling of love, this like never-ending feeling of love. Somebody's throwing abuse at you, it's it's just going to be nothing. Yeah, it goes back into something else I said before. I said, I think the only thing we have to do is die with a smile on our face. Die as a physical being, smiling. And I said, you could anything could happen, you could be tortured basically, you could be getting tortured and still smile 
And I think that could ha- that could happen if you were feeling that feeling inside. Yeah, it's like it's amazing. That's basically it, really, for this one. It's I think what I'm I'm realizing is I I do have to something inside of me is saying I have to get a fanny. And I'm start I I can I'm my mind, my mind is using excuses to not do it. One of them is you're gonna have to spend couple hours every day cleaning it yeah that's just that's my mind I think creating a lie or finding an excuse to not do it because it's scared because it probably knows once I get a fanny my mind is going to change even more and yeah the mind Muji talks about this he says as you as you go on this spiritual journey you have this thing you have an energy inside of you again it's like a negative and positive we've got this energy inside of us which is sabotaging us and as you as you awaken more and more that sabotaging energy gets stronger and stronger and the thing is because it knows you so well it becomes super what's it called sneaky it's super sneaky it disguises itself as it disguises itself as wisdom and what seems like positive things but when you really look at it and and you can like write if you write about it and stuff it's when you're writing and you're not thinking about what you're writing you the lies start to reveal themselves yeah so it's really sneaky though because it it will be 99% you will think it's it's a, a loving thing it's just this little tiny piece of it that's not. And once you f- hook onto that, you can realise it's a lie. So I'm, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking... I'm thinking that... Yeah, my mind has been coming up with excuses... As to why not to do it. Because it's probably scared. Yeah. That's basically... That's it, really. It's fascinating, that. I hope you enjoyed that. It's Another thing I was going to say was... It's really hard to explain what is what it would be like, but imagine waking up, looking at your body, and you let's say you you're you're a lady. Imagine waking up and you've got a willy. Imagine how weird that would be. <laughs> That's what it's going to be like. You're gonna you're gonna have an operation to have a fanny. There's no way you know what that's going to feel like. But if it feels, but if there's something inside of you that's saying that's what you need to do, then. I guess you got you got the only way to find out is to do it. Snip it off. <laughs> no, you don't snip it. You don't snip it. But what you do do is finish the podcast. Did you like that, little Dennis? Little Dennis. I likes me, little Dennis. He's got these wobbly ears. Wobbly, wobbly ears. Wobbly. That's basically it for this one. I hope you enjoyed that. I'm going to have to revisit this one, I think. I don't feel like I spoke enough about... I don't feel like I spoke enough about the Willie and the Fanny, but I think the reason for it is because a lot of it is mental. Yeah, I think a lot of it is mental. So that's basically it. You can find show notes and everything at sophielawson.com. And I'll put a link to Muji on there. And you can find the video at youtube.com slash sophielawson. This week's inspirational quote, it actually goes to Muji 
and I've taken it from my Instagram page. I love this quote so much from Muji, and it is Feelings are just visitors, let them come and go like clouds. Yep, like clouds, let them come and go. It goes back to something I once saw a what they called hypnotherapist. I once saw a hypnotherapist, he said something which I thought it was really powerful to me at the time. I was struggling with not lots of negative thoughts and stuff, one of which was, yeah, I used to have this, that's amazing, used to have, yeah, I used to have this body dysphoria thing where I would obsess over parts of my body. It was normally parts of my body that were linked to male, so like hairy arms and stuff, I would focus on parts of my body which I thought were male, and it was triggering anxiety, depression, like lots of negative thoughts, again, it was not to do with the body, it was nothing to do with the hairs on my body, it was to do with the mind, it was the way the mind was interpreting these hairs, it was looking at the hairs thinking male, when really it was just just hairs, you get ladies with hairs, you know, so it's, again, even that was mind-based, mental, yeah, it is mental, <laughs> everything is mental, but what this hypnotherapist said, which it stuck with me, super powerful thing, he said, thoughts are like bubbles, and he said they pop in and out of existence, but he said that you could also pop them, so that was powerful to me, because what, what I did with that was, when I had a thought, if I had a thought come into my head, saying something negative about my body, I would I started to imagine it as a as a bubble and I could pop it. It was quite satisfying actually, popping it. And then sometimes you'd have more bubbles. You just pop them and in the end I don't know. In the end they just they just you don't even get the bubbles coming. It's quite weird. Yeah, in a way in a, in I don't know what happens there, but in the end the bubbles stop popping into existence. They must still be there. It's just you're not look, you're not looking for them or something. I don't know. It it reminds me of this quote though, from Muji: "Feelings are just visitors. Let them come and go." Stop.